I was going to write an intro here, but then I forgot, but then I forgot, but then I forgot. That was your intro this week. Um, they are Kevin. Kevin's not answering. They are Neff. Hey! That's Chris. Hi. And I'm Gav, and this is Azeroth Coast to Coast. Last time, Neth and I talked about some stuff, but then I forgot to get a good copy of that audio and edit it, so that audio doesn't exist anymore. This week, hot takes and weirdness. Uh, nobody wrote anything inside of this week. How are we doing? Wow. Uh, can I just point out, as you were doing the, but I forgot, <laughs> but then I forgot, it lined up perfectly with it because I got high. No, <laughs> seriously, that's amazing. Like, absolutely beat for beat perfect. So, Chris, <laughs> if you weren't aware, I'm a musician. I knew where the song was because I was listening to your stream for a second right before we went live. I didn't know you were listening and to And then it. calculated the delay? Yes, I did. I know what the stream delay is, so it's not oh. hard. Yeah, it's not, not hard, hard at all. It. Yeah, it's not hard to figure You're out. You're a so. magician, sir. I am a musician, sir. Um. So, hey guys, how are you all doing this week? I'm here. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. Alive. We're alive. That's good enough. Um. So there's not a whole lot in our last two weeks in our Fortnite segment here. Uh. So we'll go with Kevin because he's the only one who wrote anything in. How you doing, buddy? What's the last two, uh, four weeks for you been like? Actually? Hey, wow. Well, let's start off by the fact that I went home to Philly to visit my family. That was fun. And installed the Blizzard launcher on my um, mom and dad's PC. And I was actually able to play two games. Heroes of the Storm in extremely low settings and WoW Classic in normal settings. Hey, WoW Classic. <laughs> runs on a toaster. Yep. Tagline for WoW Classic, runs on a toaster. Yep. So yeah. Again, I, you need more computer power to run the launcher than you do WoW Classic. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was... So, so <laughs> yeah, I played WoW Classic and that was pretty fun. I went to red something mountains red ridge red ridge mountains and mm -hmm. something like lake town or something lakeshire lakeshire, lakeshire in red ridge lakeshire and i killed knolls and stuff oh i also did the dungeon um for the first time dead, dead mines, mines. Mm -hmm. uh which was kind of fun i didn't it's know there was a pirate ship there there's a pirate ship hiding in there and you will constantly pull way too many things that you don't want to pull also yep. constantly question how the fuck that ship got in there. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to question. There's literally a, it is literally it's a covered I mean, ship. Chris, it's clearly a Goonies homage. Okay? Because how did the pirate ship get into the Goonies movie too? So. Uh, I'm a wizard, bitch. I ain't gotta explain shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, it was oh, fun. The second time I went in there, the uh, tank quit because he didn't like how we were playing. And then we still finished the dungeon. So that was cool. So without a tank. 
My first dead mines in classic. I win it as a DPS because I'm leveling up as a as a DPS warrior. And I had two paladins, a mage, and a rogue. And I, I think I might have told you all this story, but I had two paladins, a mage, and a rogue, and the paladins were the tank and the healer, uh, respectively. You told me on the missing I told show. you on the missing show, yes. Yeah. Um, the paladin tank couldn't hold aggro because he was ooming too fast. And the healer couldn't keep him up because he was ooming so fast that the healer was pulling aggro just by healing. Um, Righteous Fury and Consecration are your only aggro, AoE aggro. Um, so I had to go tank, and I was not happy about that. Very not happy about that. I just want to smack things with my big-ass axe. Mm. Aladdin tanks. Yeah. When did they get a taunt, Burning Crusade? BC, I believe, is when they got uh, Hand of Command or whatever it is. Or uh, the taunt. Yeah, I don't remember what the taunt's called. Paladin <laughs> hmm. tanks. Shamans yep. had a better taunt <laughs> than they did. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, so. the thing is, is that like they have the highest threat generation because of Righteous Fury, but the problem is like you have to actually connect with something to actually get that aggro generation is the problem so yeah um but yeah i also so, hmm? i also have been playing heroes of the storm ranked and i'm oh at platinum i got up to platinum three but i'm back down to platinum four why nice congrats uh i was playing with a five man yesterday and we lost four games in a row i think he more meant why are you playing heroes of the storm ranked than why did you lose rank? oh oh because it's fun I like Heroes of the Storm. Dead Ranked game. is fun. It is a dead game, but there's still people that play it. Yep. Works for me. Uh, so, yeah, that's all. Chris! Uh, what have I done? Uh, we've been raiding in retail. Uh, we got Ashara to last phase. Um, and we've, we're going to change up our tactics for Sunday. Um, so we're just, when we get her to the phase where the two ads spawn on the wards, we've decided we're just going to nuke the bitch. Smart move. So 50% pop bloodlust, everything, nuke the bitch. Yeah, it works. We'll see how it goes. But the, the, we watched a video of a group doing exactly that. They had less DPS than we do. And they pulled it off. So we're confident. We're quite confident, actually. This is your first kill? It'll be our first kill on the bitch. Okay. Um, I, because of something we're going to discuss later uh, that was announced uh, in the upcoming patch, I've started, I've leveled up my priest finally, and I'm gearing it to swap in 8.3. It's going to be a Volpira. Okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Catboy! Mm -hmm. uh, fox, fox people! Boy. Foxes are not cats! Also, it's gonna be a female. That's why, that's my, why he's switching, because Catboy! My blood elf's always a... My, my, my blood elf. My uh, priest is always female, so it'll be a female cat, a my fox person. My priest is always a dwarven male! Um, what else have I done? A uh, little bit of Heroes of the Storm. I've been playing... 
a lot of Final Fantasy 15 on the PlayStation on my PlayStation. Oh, uh, haven't Just actually finished Heroes with us. Yes, I did. I haven't actually finished Final Fantasy 15 before, so I'm doing a playthrough on that, and I'm very, I'm very much enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and what else did I do? I did. I've been playing Monster Hunter with Seth on PlayStation. Yeah, fuck you both. Fuck you Which? both, you cocksuckers. I'm fucking quitting this goddamn show. Quit. Which is hilarious to watch, can I just say? Yeah, I need to get your place I need to get your play, your PS uh so I can add you and we can play together as well. Yeah. Fuck every single one of you. Well but for not having your details. I, I can't play no. with them. I have an Xbox. There's no crossplay. But it's funny as shit to watch. I don't. I don't have your details. No, Kevin, Chris, I can't play because I'm a PC player. I have it on PC. We can play on PC. Yes, but Iceport isn't out on PC yet. I am not playing on. I'm not playing Iceborne yet. I haven't bought it yet. That's that's uh, too expensive. Wow, I'm Iceborne playing base games. Iceborne brings so much to the game. I can't wait. Yes, and then I'm gonna I've, be like. Okay. I, I literally did my first high rank hunt like three days ago. First yeah. ever high rank hunt three days ago. Yeah, they're terrifying. It's terrifying, that was isn't it? Fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, had Steph carrying my ass through it. It was terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, I'm still pissed off about Iceborne. Fucking Capcom, get your shit together. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, it's not your fault. I I'll be honest. I ought. To be frank, I have too many games to play right now anyways, so. Well, that's me. That's me. Yeah, you and me both. Um, Neff! Hey! Tell us about your sapphic adventures. <laughs> I am still fighting and fucking my way through Greece and AC Odyssey and a tiny bit of Final Fantasy XIV. I thought he said, tell us about your phallic adventures. No, he said sapphic. That's for lesbians. That's where clams touch. Except she's not going for those <laughs> options. It's been all guys. But whatever. See, you know what? I respect that choice. Even though the Greeks would have just fucked anything that moved. Hey, your, your, your character isn't scissoring? No. <clears throat> God damn it. I started that. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I hear scissoring's not real. So, my week... <laughs> I, wow, I don't know. <laughs> I started this. I started this, and I apologize, Neff. Uh, you also That's had okay. something else? You also had something else you were going to say? I forget. I think it was Final Fantasy 15, 14, whatever. Yeah, there was a tiny bit of that, but I just... Yeah, nope. That's been overshadowed by scissoring. Okay, yep. um... <laughs> I'm gonna just no, Kevin, slowly. Kevin, Kevin, that will not be the show title. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Actually, Kevin, that is the show title. That is that the show, is the title, show right title. That's the show title right there. No, the show, the show title is going to be Rock Paper Blank. That that's that's the show title right there. That's 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 the that's the show title. Um, and then you also have to have that. You also have to have your uh, comment right as the uh, right before we started as the B roll for the show. Um, uh, <laughs> Let's not repeat that on the podcast. Oh God. Um, okay. So join the pre-show for antics. 
god. Antic said I will apologize have, for in advance. I I have had too much too many games to play for the last couple of weeks. Um I I finally got a chance to start sitting down and playing through Shadow Keep's story, and I'm almost done with Shadow Keep story in Destiny 2. Um I need to get back into Monster Hunter. I do. Um I've been playing some classic. I'm still only in the mid-20s because I'm kind of slow rolling it and just kind of going with the flow on it. Um, I have not been back to retail at all. And I've been playing some Hearthstone. Uh, and we probably are going to end up talking about some Hearthstone, but probably not as Shocking boring as I know. Oh, really? All of us are going to talk about Hearthstone without yeah. getting into a coma. Probably not. We're as, talking uh, about the meta, right? Yeah, we're talking the about cards. the meta. We're talking about the current meta and the uh, Doom and the Tomb event that's currently going. That's currently oh. going on. So uh, wait for the uh, wait for fun. The, wait for that. We're gonna we're gonna go wait for the Hearthstone section. Tell tell <laughs> yeah, me when you're done. I'll be back. Yeah, no worries. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin just gets up and walks the fuck away. Um, so yeah, besides that, not a whole lot. Uh, I've been uh, keeping myself as busy as I possibly can. He just sashays his way back. Um, <laughs> he, you had to throw a little sachet into that, didn't you? Uh, there's yes. a little bit of sass there. <laughs> there's a bit of a sachet in the end of there. Uh, so yeah, that's been my week. Uh, let's jump into metric stuff. Uh, listener feedback. Twitch, None. Gmail, poll, yeah. Discord. Nothing. Feedback, there was a, people, damn it. There was and, a poll from, I, la- from the Lost Show. Oh, what was that one? About we gave the results on it, and someone lost the episode. So I'm yeah. going to the poll results again. <laughs> I will find the poll results. Damn it, Gavril. You had one job, Gavril. <laughs> so many people so are tuning out right now. How are the shoutouts this week, Kevin? Oh, I just got a little treasure chest. All Sorry. right. Um, shout outs. We do have people that listen to the show from countries all around this great world, including the US, the UK, Canada, Denmark, and Argentina. South America represent. Uh, I have the poll results. Okay. Uh, so the poll was uh, what are your opinions on the new backpack transmog available through the new recruit? Oh, yeah. That was, but that uh, was from before that. That was for the week before no, that. That wasn't. <laughs> Um, so the options were happy, uh, not happy, I like it, really don't care. Uh, the clear winner was really don't care, with 50% yeah. of the vote. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I remember this now. I remember asking Death, how many people actually responded to this poll? Uh, six people responded. So yeah. three people really don't care, two people are happy with it, one person is not. I didn't even vote in this. In my own poll, I didn't even but vote. Here's, here's the thing. I think that actually like really fits the demographic. I think that would be yeah. that's pretty accurate. Like the like vast majority will not care. Yeah. Vast majority like will not care. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the diehards that are going to be pissed off about it. <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've discussed this. Um, Give me my goddamn quiver. Uh. So shoutouts to Argentina for not being in the Euro- for not being in the Anglosphere. Chris, you want a transmog quiver? Yes, it's not just the marksman bowl because I yeah. play Beastmaster. There is one. 
You and I are talking after the show. Okay. But is it a good bow? Does it is, is it all is it good? You don't need to use the bow with it. It's its own independent thing. Well, you're not talking after the show. <laughs> all right. So we've got a little bit of news to go over just real quick. Some uh so like we've said before, I'll just remind you all. Um we aren't really going over all the news like we used to. We're kind of just finding what's interesting to us. So who's got something that they found interesting that they want to talk about? Uh, the fact that 20 days before BlizzCon, they announced an entire patch. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. 8.3 on the PTR is up for testing. Raid testing has already started. <laughs> There's some interesting stuff in the what they've announced for 8.32 that I, oh, I thought so was kind of... Yeah. Things. Like, I was like, ooh, ooh. Oh, I like this. Oh, look at that. Um. So... I don't give a shit about retail, but I just opened up that MMO Champion article and uh, I saw the Mechagon the Strider. One? Yeah. Uh, no, I saw the Mechagon Strider. Yeah. That looks good. I like yeah. that. I like robots, okay? Yeah. You were saying, though. Um, yeah. So the, 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 they did a big announcement and there was uh, something for Classic and the, mass major- the vast majority was for Battle for Azeroth. For classic, uh, Dire Mall is coming uh, October 15th uh, in the US, October 16th in the EU, and then it'll be 17th so in Asia. This upcoming uh, maintenance. Yeah, Dire Mall is coming to uh, classic. Uh, so they have taken it out of the phase two plan and they're just pushing it to the servers as quick as possible. Uh, now, is it going to be just Dire Mall, or is it any of the other Phase just 2? Just Dire Malls. Phase 2 uh, is still going to have the uh, original owner system, as well as the introduction of the world bosses, uh, but they're waiting until the the end of the year. So it will still come out this year, Phase 2, but it'll be end of the year, uh, allowing them to ensure that all of the realms are on a single layer. Uh, at the moment... Uh, I think a lot of the European realms and a lot of the US realms are already working off a single layer, but not all of them yet. So they're still working on that. Once everything is on a single layer, they'll be able to push out phase two without a problem. All right. Um, okay, do you have the PT, the most recent PTR build information from the 10th? Uh, double checking. Because uh, I don't think it has that information where Death Knight NPC textures in the Lich King, along with the regular players, yeah. allied races in Pandaren are getting Death Knight textures. Yeah, so that this one is really really interesting because uh, it's it's been taken out of the, it's been data mined from the from the patch uh, PTR patch, but obviously it's PTR. Everything is subject to change, and you know, ev- not everything that goes to PTR goes to live. Yeah, but. Death Knight textures for all allied races? Is that. Are we possibly getting a Lich King 2.0? I, I called that a while ago. I know we all We're, did. Everyone called we it, all but it's like. Did. We are getting. We are going back to fucking Ice Crown, okay? But in fairness, Bolvar is about two years late from actually being active. Yeah. Bolvar has been Arthas, active for a little while. No, no. Like, out. Off of the throne, walking around active. Arthas was five years. Bolvar is hitting seven now. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing—it's uh, that's that's a whole thing. And but then, of course, you have like the Death Knight and the Paladin uh, class hall quests from mm-hmm. 
uh, from, from Legion. Legion. Yeah, so uh, this is interesting. I mean, Legion, they made new Death Knights. This will be the first time that players get access to new Death Knights. It would be very, very cool. I kind of want it. Because I will again instantly swap my Death Knight to a Volpira. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Like, yeah, this is this is some interesting shit, you know. Yes, yeah. very, very cool. And yes, LB, we knew about this. We we've been talking about this for a while. Uh, bullshit. Oh, sorry, I am responding to our Discord chat right now and our <clears> feedback, <throat> which LB uses as a live uh, platform to complain to us. Which, you know, LB, if you weren't in a wind tunnel, we'd be happy to have you on the show and have a conversation with you. Hint, hint. Um, yeah, I really, really, really want a guest. I want LB as a guest one week. Really, really, yep. really want LB as a guest. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Specifically so this is vicious LB. Yeah. So Savage LB is wonderful. Sorry. We've been, ta- we've been talking about this kind of stuff for a while. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. Um, Battle for Azeroth really, in a lot of ways, felt like a felt like a remix of Cataclysm in some ways to me. Like how they changed a lot of the systems and how a lot of things went or went differently. Um, and especially in, I think like Cataclysm and BC were sort of like those sea change kind of uh, things happening. I think that those were both. I think it's kind of, I feel like BFA was kind of a remix of that where it's like, hey, we're going to try to take some systems and redo them and see what happens. So you're saying Cataclysm, so you're saying like Cataclysm, this is a kind of, we're just kind of here until we can get to the good stuff. Just, just hold yeah, on. It's kind of building. On. It's it, it, it's a building thing. It's building so anticipation. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's following the pattern though as, as it stands at the minute. You've got Pandaria, then you've got Pandaria being good, then you've got Warlords being terrible, then you've got Legion being good, Battle being... <laughs> you know, if, Battle if, being if, somewhere in the middle. Yeah, Battle being... Uh, it's, 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 it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. Not as bad as Warlords of Draenor. No, nothing will be as bad as Warlords of Draenor. But... Hey, you know, hey, hey, hey. Warlords had a superb single-player experience. 100%. The solo experience in Warlords was fantastic. It's just the leveling in Warlords was fucking amazing. I loved every zone. It was the stories were fantastic throughout the zones, and then it it's just stopped. The raiding environment wasn't great. The, the raiding in the patch environment, environment. in game environment was not great. So, but the thing is, is that Warlords had a superb, and guess what? Also has a superb single player experience. Battle for Azeroth. Correct. The rating has also been fairly good from what I understand. Oh, oh, dude, this, this current tier is fucking great. Everyone thought it was going to be absolute trash. But actually playing through it, this has been one of the funnest tiers I've had since... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say since fucking... What's it called? Uh, Siege of Orgrimmar. Yeah. This is, this is the most fun I've had rating since Siege of Orgrimmar. Yeah. And at, regardless of the length of Siege of Orgrimmar, because obviously it had its issues being a year plus, but the raid itself and the, when it was current and fresh and new was absolutely fantastic. It is up there with Ulduar as one of the best. But then it had the whole 14 months problem. <laughs> Which isn't Siege of Orgrimmar's fault. That is Blizzard's mm-hmm. fault. It's not Siege's fault. 
Okay, we're tangenting a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, where did we get to here? Uh, Battle for Azeroth, uh, 8.3. Uh, Visions of Nazoth. Uh, it is already Yay. live on the PTR. We the, the thing that a lot of people are both happy about and upset about is the allied races. We've got the Valpira for the Horde, Mechanomes for the Alliance. Lightborn on Dead or Riot. Lightborn and Dead or Riot, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not going to screw them. I would have fucking loved that. Um, but yeah, so you've got the Vulpira and the Vulpira. God damn it! Uh, you got Vulpira and Mech- <laughs> Mechanomes uh, for the Allied races. Uh, to unlock the two of them, you need Exalted with Vulpira, uh, as well as let's see. There's there's two requirements: unlock Exalted with Vulpira, and I think you have to do the completion of the war campaign. Yes. I, uh, I don't play retail. Okay, I think those are the two. I can't. I can't see it on this thing, but I, I, I'm pretty confident those are the two requirements. <laughs> um, and for mechanomes, you have to uh, be exalted with uh, Mechagon. You have to complete the Valdun quests and exalted with Valdun. Oh. oh, so just com- Oh, so complete the story. Oh, yeah, everyone's done that. Fuck. <laughs> And then mechanomes mecha require exalted with mechagong. But there's That's no all. actual quest requirement for that one. It's just be exalted. Nope. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, we're getting two new heritage armors. I am not yeah. happy with the Worgen one. I haven't seen You're not happy before. with top hats? Oh, no. The top hat looks great when you're in human form. When you're in Worgen form, it looks weird as shit. Like the top hat and the pauldrons just looks dumb. Who doesn't want to have a top hat? I don't like top hat and pauldrons like that. That looks dumb. Now, the goblin set, ooh, that looks great. Yeah, the goblin yeah. set looks good. The goblin set looks really basic as shit. It's basic, but definitely goblins, because, you know, goblins are basic bitches. They've got a little rocket that's on their shoulder. It's super cool. I think they're the the mom. They're like shit. Oh. I think compared to, <laughs> compared to the previous uh, oh. compared to the previous heritage armors for already uh, for already existing races, they are the worst out of them. So I'm just yeah, I I don't like any of it. But um, so I was going through I think some I know what you saw. I, I was going through some of the MMO champion uh, posts a little bit further back, and I got to 10.7 uh, when they did the new creature model update to build 32.044. Yep. So if you've been playing Hearthstone in the single-player experience, uh, uh, the current dungeon run, um, you recognize some of these people, some of these models. That's interesting. Uh, Satesh, Iset, and I don't remember what the other one's called, uh, Sakat or something like that. Um, but yeah, some of those character models are from, uh, an Uldum sort of like old gods kind of themed thing, uh, in the dungeon run. I mean, it's uh, not... Tavern Brawl, sorry, the Tavern Brawl currently. Uh, it's also, some of them are available in the dungeon run, but they're also in the Tavern Brawl. It's not completely shocking that, that we're seeing them because of where we're going to end up. Um, yeah, we all know where we're going to end up. Yeah. But I do like the fact that these models were designed in Hearthstone and then brought across. 
Yeah, it's it, well, it's it's, it's the it, other it's way around. Really, I believe it's the other way around. Yeah, and it's just like they're they're doing some stuff where they're trying to kind of use Hearthstone as a thing to hint at and tease into stuff. It yeah. seems like um, because it's not really a spoiler because <clears throat> no one here plays Hearthstone except for me. Um, the final boss of the dungeon run uh, is Takan who is a, oh God, he's one of the stone cat people, not the Tolvir, but he's the other one. There's Tolvir and I think it's Neferset, I think. Yeah. And he summons all four old God cards, the, the legendary cards in the fight. So yeah, so that's interesting. That's definitely some foreshadowing going on for future WoW expansions. So I love that. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that up because I was going through that and I saw those models and I was like, huh. I'm completely lost. That's fine. It's, it's fine. okay. It's okay. Um, it's okay. Speaking of models, though, how adorable are the models for the uh, Volpera totems? They look dumb. The alpaca mounts? No, the no. totems for the Volpera Totem. shaman. They're adorable. Oh. Uh, I actually can agree with Gav on this. They can look dumb. It's all shit. I love their mount, though. Oh, yeah, the alpaca is so pretty. Uh, no, the caravan hyena. Oh, did they not get the alpaca? I thought they got the alpaca. The alpaca isn't for the Volpera, and the special for the alpaca is amazing. Um, The Volpera get a uh, hyena. I am going to link that in the host. I'm linking that in the host channel real quick. It's 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 kind of adorable. I'll I'll take it. But I I, I want that alpaca mount. I just want to ride a knoll. God damn it. I want to write the alpaca. Uh, so hot take, as I promised at the beginning of the show, I think uh, mechanomes are dumb and stupid yep. and yep. Uh, lightboard on dead or riot. Except okay. they wouldn't be an alliance race. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. <laughs> I guarantee so, you they would be alliance. Does anyone what, know? A- on, wait, wait, wait. On what basis would they be alliance? Uh, so the fact of the matter is, is that, so I'm not going to talk about the end of 8.2. That's the problem. I can't really give you a basis without talking about 8.2, 8.25, I should say, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, because of events that happen, that's a less likely thing, but I still think that it is the most, uh, the most, uh, I, I think that because of their leader, uh or the sorry i think because of the the primary example of the lightborn i believe that they would be alliance okay and i would have given you that up until what happened at the end with their leader hey i would think it would be very much sort of an illyria sort of situation okay Where it's like, regardless of what happens, they end up. I mean, regardless of what happens, it is going to come down to how they actually. Again, this is spoiler territory. God damn it! Yeah, we can't when, really talk when too much about it. When did eight come out? A uh, month ago. Well, the the yeah, the cinematic just came out this month. Like the end no, cinematic was this month. The end cinema. The end cinema. When eight two five came out, that's when the end cinematic came out. Yeah. Um, uh. Because if it's been like three weeks, 
We can talk about it. I mean, I don't know, mate. I don't know. It's I'm just sitting here looking at shit. Hey, assholes, don't fucking get in here from this point. Give us about like five, maybe ten minutes. Kevin might be able to splice in a time code or something. I don't know. Uh, you should probably not listen. If anybody does anybody, of September, it came out. <laughs> does anybody not want to talk about this? By the way, me. Anybody not want to be spoiled <laughs> by the well, end about the Kevin end just, of? Uh, Kevin just said he doesn't, so we have to respect that. No, that's we have to respect that definitely. So we we can talk about this on the next show. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, LB, we did. I know, but uh, it's okay. We will we'll talk about it the next time uh, we run the show. Um, uh, bu- 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 but yeah, so long story short, I think that based on some of the events and based on like the progenitation and I think based on the fact that we don't know what the hell's happening right now with uh, some factions, I think that they would still be uh, alliance. I think they would still be alliance oriented. That's my opinion. There's so many things. <laughs> yep. We literally, I think we could probably sit and talk about this for an hour. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We definitely oh, could. Oh, definitely. 100%. We could talk about this for like an hour plus. Um, but I hate the mechanomes. Uh, just like straight up. Uh, so you hate the mechanomes. That's fine. What do you think about, you think about Vapir? Are you happy with them? Eh? I uh, I would have been happy with the snake people being alliance. That doesn't make sense for them being alliance. I, I know. I well, actually, the alliance actually has like a splinter faction of the snake people that they assist during their leveling experience in Voldoon. Yeah, so does so does the horde. It's the same same yeah. splinter, same split cell. Yeah, I I would have I I I mean it gives you some justification, but the, you don't really interact with them too much beyond that. Is the problem the quests that the alliance do as part of their war campaign with the snake people are the same quests that the horde do as part of their leveling experience? With snake people. Yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have seen it, but eh. I would have liked to have seen two two factions from the same expansion, and I don't think the mechanomes count because fuck the mechanomes. They look dumb. They're literally gnomes with robot arms. So currently, what is available for testing on the PTR? Um, <laughs> uh, you've got, <laughs> got the new world content and questing content. Uh, the visions of Nazoth, which we'll go into a little more detail on what they are, uh, including the legendary cloak. We're forgetting our legendary cloak. Uh, the two heritage armors. Uh, heroic Darkshore, uh, Warfront, Heart of Azeroth's new essence, plus the additional minor slot and two stamina nodes. It goes up to 85 now. Uh, the Auction House revamp, major revamp, uh, plus class and essences updates. Now, the person that I think would be the best to talk about the Auction House revamp is Mr. Gav. Uh, AH uh redo it. So it's very similar to how the Steam Marketplace works now. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting. It's also very sim- it's also identical to how so they all they really had to do for this was to roll further roll out the tech that they used, but it's the same system that they use for buying virtual to- uh, uh, virtual tokens, the uh, wow tokens. Yeah. There is a market for them. You list your product into the void 
And then people essentially put in buy orders and you go, I want to buy this at X value and they get purchased and that's it. It, it buys it from whatever whoever is selling them at that price point and it's yours. It goes into your thing rather than you having to dig through stacks on stacks on stacks of, you know, single stack items that are all one copper off from each other. It just goes, okay, I want to buy 500 of X item. Okay. And it buys you 500 of X item. It's, 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 it's a buy sell order system rather than a straight uh, bidding system like we have right now, which the, I love. The thing, the thing as well is that if whatever you put up, say like I put up two stacks, two, 200, uh, like two, two stacks of 200, uh, Bellweed? I can't think of a... Uh, Bellweed, reaching. whatever. Bellweed. I, can't think, I can't think of a fucking uh, item at the Bellweed minute. works. That was from fucking Bellweed. BC or whatever. Uh, so say you put up two, uh, two, 200 stacks of that and someone wants 300 and yours is the only ones up there. It'll take 300 of it and send you back 100 and yeah, give so, you the the value for the 300. Yeah, so it's, it's just buy order for something rather than going and physically purchasing it. The auction house itself will take care of the purchasing aspect of it. And it will in fact take care of the point where it needs to break down uh, stacks that somebody may have sold uh, further. So I'm all for it. I'm okay with it. I actually I'm, couldn't think of a single well, fucking okay. crafting item there. <laughs> but you don't know in advance what price you're paying for something? No, 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 no. You buy at a certain rate. So you say, I am willing to buy this item at X rate. Essentially. From what I can understand, I haven't really even looked at it because I know Classic is staying the original way. So I haven't looked too, too deeply into it. Um, let me pull that up real so, uh, and double check and see I mean, if you're I understand not, what this is doing. You're not seeing stacks anymore. You're just seeing like copper ore. And then if people have posted it for, let's you're say, one silver a piece, you can just buy as much as you want at one silver a piece so, until it's gone. Yeah, technically. Um, so you'll see, you'll see the actual item, and then you'll, you'll see a list of the item as well as a list of the average prices. And then you'll say you're buying uh, copper ore. Uh, and it's there's ten up there. One for uh, there's ten there's ten stacks, but it's different prices. You can choose which one you want at that value. And if there's multiple people that have got it up at that value, it'll take from all of them. Yeah, so it, it's just like how the Steam Marketplace works. So if you've ever purchased anything through the Steam Marketplace, it's the exact same way, where it goes. Okay, you, uh, I'll, I'll use Steam for example. You want to buy a. Uh, field-tested uh, shotgun with the nuke skin on it in Counter-Strike. You go and you search that up, field-tested shotgun nuke, and it will show you a listing of every single one of that shotgun that's on the marketplace in order of price point, and it will go, do you want to purchase this item? And you go, yes, I want to purchase this item. And it will attempt to purchase it at the price point that you are requesting or at the lowest price point possible, whatever is available, whichever choice that you make. Um, it's a good system. It's more like day trading uh, than it is uh, like issuing a buy order at a day trader than it is um, like actually going and interacting with the auction house. Yeah. 
I don't so think you're you can put a buy order in. I think you just look at the list and see how many are up and what the prices are, that, and you just buy that, buy that. That's that's buy order, Kevin. You're saying I want to buy this at X price. It will go well. You can't get all of what you want at X price. Do you want more? Do you want to pay more for a small portion of it? And it goes, yeah, fine, whatever. I will buy. I'll buy ten pieces of Blizzard stock at one hundred and twenty-six dollars. And then there's also uh, five stock available at one hundred and twenty-six. And then there's five stock available at one hundred and thirty-six. So you go, do you want to do this? And you go, yes, I'll buy the whole thing. I'll buy all ten stock at whatever price point. Buying is, it looks pretty similar to what it was previously. The selling is the difference. I'll post a picture so you can see. Sure, I'd love to see. I like the new uncollected only thing for searching. Well, I mean, the, you had the same thing before. It was usable. Yep, no, Kevin. You, no, the uncollected only now applies to weapon, armor, battle pets. Oh, for transmog style yeah. stuff. Okay. So very quickly, Kevin, the difference here is that not only can you not see who's actually selling those items, but like for example, the the storm the the, the ore that is at seven hundred and seven gold and twenty silver, that could be from five different people. But you would click it once, buy all of it oh, from yeah, all five yeah. different people. Or right, you could but... buy ten and somebody who's got two up, somebody who's got four up. Somebody who's got seven up, you'll just take those ten from them. Right. That's it just compiles them all into that same one for that price. But then you are still buying from is is different to buy because you're buying like chunks from people rather than the full order. True. True. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a fundamental shift in how things are working, but it's not it's more under the table changes than it is over the table changes. Yes. I mean, um, it cleans up the interface. It makes it more understandable what you're buying and what price you're buying it at and prevents you from having to go through a giant list of one stacks. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, so there were some bigger changes that were released besides the auction house, including a new feature called Assaults and another new feature called Horrific Visions. Do you guys know anything about those? Well, assaults are essentially just the PvP, the Alliance versus Horde assaults that we've been seeing, or the Naga assaults, or the Legion invasions. It's the same thing as that, just new. Aren't they data. like changing it a little bit because it yeah, says that good, there's going to be treasures and puzzles? Yeah, so they're adding a little bit to it, but it's the same feature with additional stuff. Okay. Uh, and rather than being on like the, the faction assaults are on Kulteris and Zandalar. This one's going to be in multiple locations. Hmm. So the, the, the Nazoth forces are going to be in places like mm. uh, the Vale of Eternal Blossom, which, by the way, is getting a visual uphold back to the old Vale. Yup, thank you, God. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, thank God. Just genuinely thank God. And the other location, I think, is Uldum for Nazoth. Yes. Yes, yeah, so the Zoth yeah. invasions will be in Uldum and Uldum and Vale of Eternal Blossoms, and yet yeah, there you've got the standard assault setup or invasion setup, and then you've got additional puzzles that come along with them and additional stuff. It's, they do look really fun. They look look uh, look better than the current ass- and assaults we've got. Right. And what about horrific visions? Now those are interesting. 
Uh, it's new one to five player content that is centered around Orgrimmar and Stormwind. Uh, and uh, Ian said during the video that he can personally guarantee that no one will complete this their first playthrough. Because it is designed so that you, as you go through it, as you as you go through it every time, you'll unlock more, you'll progress more, you'll learn more, you'll you'll figure out mechanics more, and your legendary cloak will buff up more and help you through it further. Wait, so, a new legendary cloak? Yep. Yep. So what it sounds like is the yes, yeah, the chroma um, scenario. It's the chromy scenario plus the um oh shit what's the fucking name of it um, um Mario uh, system the, 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 no 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 like the fucking um uh the nightborn deprived thing in Legion in Suramar oh Remember, there was the time oh, trial yeah, yeah, time yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. yeah oh, I know you're talking about. yeah so it but, sounds like it's a combination thereof sort of. Yeah, kind of, but this was actually going to have mechanics. <laughs> it had mechanics. It had fucking withered mechanics. training. The withered training. Yeah, the withered training. Yeah, that's right. There were mechanics there, sir. I like that it's one to five players. So even if you had a smaller group than you know what you would do in a dungeon, you can still play through it. It probably has the scenario scaling effect more than likely. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, interesting. The 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 um. The idea behind their visions is that it's very it's gonna be very similar to difficulty wise to the Mage Tower. Uh, so it's Legion. heroic scenarios, but harder. So it's mythic scenarios, but chromate style. Yeah. I like the ability that like you can level up things and get bonuses to make it easier the next time you play through, or to help you progress further the next time you play through. I like that kind of you know, um, constant progression. You also need to remember, though, if you don't fucking, if the player themselves doesn't learn how, mm-hmm. how what 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 they're doing and actually learn from each time they go through, then it doesn't really matter what your cloak is or what anything else is because you still need to actually pay attention and learn. If the player isn't learning; you're not going to get further. Yeah, it says that the cloak will allow you to venture further into the vision, earning more reward rewards and unlocking more of the mystery behind his power. Nazoth's power. Yeah. And it will also come in handy to face off against Nazoth further down the road. I'm assuming during the raid is what they're talking about yes. there. Uh, so we can't go into too we also can't really go into too much detail on the cloak itself because heavy on the story spoilers. Um, oh, but yes, yeah. we are getting a new legendary cloak. Yep. Um, okay. So while we're talking about that, I'd like to discuss something of great importance. The new raid? The uh, Walking no. City? Um, no. Uh, Chris, Neff, Kevin? Are, are you are, are, are you all Team Thinduin or Gilvanus? Uh... Murloc puns. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, God. Uh, the BlizzCon virtual ticket is available for purchasing. You get really shitty items comparative to last year. Well, Don't wait, what? What really shitty items comparative to last year where we got mounts? Yes, Kevin. I mean, okay. 
Where we got where... faction specific mounts? Yes, Kevin. Comparatively not great. Someone has to link me because I forget what they are. You get uh, a, you get a goblin Anduin, you got a goblin Sylvanas, and a one Murloc. Murloc. I said goblin, didn't I? Yeah. Murloc Sylvanas, Murloc Anduin, and an Yeti Onesie. That is just for wow though. That's, That's just, just for wow. I got a celestial crab for Heroes of the Storm, so I'm pretty happy with that. Yes, um there's... you I will say the Overwatch skins are fucking badass. The Overwatch skins are nice. Um, Wild stuff is pretty shitty. <laughs> uh, Hearthstone, again, they're giving away a card back and a mysterious golden legendary. StarCraft 2, they have some throwback skins for the Battlecruiser, the Ultralisk, and the Carrier. Uh, as Kevin mentioned, there is a Celestial Crab along with a Spray and Portrait. And there will be a pair of wings available for Diablo 3 that are unannounced at the moment. And, uh, you know, I, I would love if those wings were umbrella-shaped. To dive into the rest of our conversation. Yeah. We've been talking about 8.3 <laughs> for like the last 40 minutes. That was my very poor segue. Uh, we're going to go back and talk a little bit more about 8.3. Uh, but segue uh, hit me over the head. Yeah, uh, we're gonna talk no a little one, bit more about eight point three. But no uh, one talked about the Wendingo transmog outfit. You're getting a goddamn onesie. What's wrong with that? I, I said I don't give a I, shit about Kigurumi. I'm pretty sure I said onesie three or four times. You yeah, did. He, he did. did. He did. All right. No one that. gives a shit about Kigurumis though. I do. No one. We're supposed to wear them on I the stream. Game, but in real life, I don't care about Kigurumis. I don't care. Uh, let's talk about the drama yeah let's talk a little bit about the drama uh, and yeah um, so uh, we don't want to get too deep into this because this is something that we were talking about before the show and we're pretty certain we could probably just talk for hours about this so Hello. for those of you who aren't in the know uh, recently, uh, during the Asia Pacific Grandmasters for Hearthstone, uh, they were a player named, uh, I believe his name is Ngwe Chung, and his Blitz game Chung. name, and his game name is Blitz Chung. Uh, his his real name is, I believe, is Ngwe Chung. Uh, but uh, his in game, the, the name he goes by in game is Blitz Chung. Uh, he won his match, I believe. Yes. And then went on to do an inter- post-game interview with the casters, which were, I believe, Virtual and Mr. Lee. Um, Blitzchung is a known quantity in uh, the Asian Hearthstone scene. Uh, and he and you define up, known quantity? Uh, a known, yeah, a known quantity, uh, known quality, known quantity, known quantity. Uh, that just means that he is a individual who is notable, who is known within the community. Okay. Um, that would be like me calling, saying that Kriparian or Brian Kibler are uh, known quantities in uh, Western Hearthstone. Uh, they're they're very well known entities. Uh, he showed up to his interview. Uh, which was uh, a remote interview. He did his interview with a pair of ski goggles and a gas mask on. And promptly uh, said eight words in Chinese. 
Uh, he was he was um, led to say those eight words by the casters. I think that's important. Hold on, hold on. Let him say what he's going to say first, and then we'll get into the debate, Kevin. Okay. That that's a bit disingenuous, Kevin. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll argue to say those eight words. I, I I will argue that with you in a second. Okay. Um, I had his words were liberate Hong Kong, uh, the revolution uh, revolution of our time. Uh, in Chinese, that's eight separate words. In English, it's seven. Um, but and yeah, uh, the stream was promptly uh, ended. Uh, taken down uh his segment was promptly ended uh he was very swiftly uh banned from hearthstone grandmasters which is a big deal for those people in the hearthstone community um for a for year a whole year yes and he was also stripped of his three thousand dollars us winning that he had uh built within that season hearthstone grandmaster seasons are about a month apart about a month long uh and he was stripped of his winnings and he was banned for one year. The casters, Virtual and Mr. Lee, were uh, fired by Blizzard. Uh, they were let go. And uh, it's basically started a shitstorm. Uh, following That's those events... That's understatement of the day. Yeah, it, it promptly started a massive shitstorm uh, online and in the real world. Uh, you, know, you, you know a shitstorm's really big when people outside of the gaming sphere, people that aren't gamers, are talking about it. Marco yeah. Rubio, who is a goddamn senator, I believe. He's either a senator yeah. or a congressman. Republican I can't believe from Florida. Senator. He's a Republican senator from Florida, I believe. Um, weighed in on this along with a Democratic counterpart uh, yep. on Twitter. Uh, and it, this has been getting breathless coverage in 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 outlets like VentureBeat and CNN and Fox News and things like that, like these are BBC like, also covered it. BBC covered it. Like these are actual journalistic uh, institutions: Washington Post, New York Times, groups like that. They are talking about this. You know, you've gotten a big shitstorm happening when mainstream the, media is covering when, gaming. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, when the mainstream media is covering something happening at Hearthstone, a digital children's card game. Um, so, yeah, and following those events, there was another event held that was uh, uh, another live-streamed event in which uh, the players were playing from home again and uh, or from a third-party location, not within an arena. And uh, a group of three from the America's University in D.C., in Washington, D.C., uh, were about to lose their match. And they held up a sign that said, Free Hong Kong Boycott, Boycott Blizzard. Blizzard. Yep. And they were the swiftly all live cams were cut. Um, there will no longer be live cams during Grandmasters or collegiate level events. I believe it's collegiate level events. Uh, for the remainder of the foreseeable future. And uh, a lot of crazy shit has been happening. Um, Blizzard just recently posted some uh, oh. some responses and statements, uh, but we're going to... Huh? Gav, you missed the fact that nothing happened to those Americans that posted that um, poster. Well, that's something we need to dive down a little bit further in, is the problem. Uh, because those events happened following Blitzchung's banning. And uh, that kind of the tone was already not happy at that point. 
Uh, for a little bit more background on Blitzchung, uh, he is, I believe, 26, I want to say? Or no, he's not 26. He's a young man. He's only in his 20s, I believe. I think he's uh, early 20s, like 21, 22. I think he's in his early 20s, if I remember correctly. Uh, virtual is 26. Um, Blitzchung's a young man, and he uh, has been taking... He is from Hong Kong, and he has been taking part in uh, the Umbrella, or the March, or the, the Anti-China, whatever you want to call it, uh, protests that have been happening there for the last eight months or so, six to eight months. And he's been uh, active in that scene. And uh, so he basically used an international platform that he was given uh, and basically stated that uh, free liberate, liberate Hong Kong, uh, the revol revolution of our times. And yeah, he was punished by it, uh, by Blizzard for that. So... Let's open the floor. I mean, who wants to talk a little bit further about that or wants to dig down? You, into you didn't speak about J. Allen Brack's response. Yeah, to we're that. getting to that, Kevin. There's other stuff, though. We have to talk about other stuff first. <laughs> yeah, we have to we have to like kind of dig into that. But I mean, Kevin, if you want to talk about uh, Brack's uh, response, please feel free, dude. I'd love to hear about it. Jay Allen Brack yesterday um, posted something on the official Blizzard website. Um, a response to this. Um, essentially, what they did was they reduced the suspension of Blitz, um, Blitz Chung from one year to six months, and they also gave him back his winnings uh, for this Grandmaster period. So they did that, and they also said that they have changed... Well, basically, they didn't say that they didn't fire the casters. They just said that they're now suspended for six months instead of what they said previously, which was basically they're fired. Um, so they rolled that back a little bit. And, you know, there there is a statement here that you can read um, with everything that he said, but they, they basically rolled back some of the uh, sanctions that they put towards Blitz Chung and the casters. Yeah, so the, the Brack had some things to say and you know they generally rolled back some of what they did um and so neff was very helpful and just posted uh let's chung's response essentially uh he put out a tweet uh two hours ago on yep, two hours ago sorry i'm going through this um just read it the the thing it's, that links to the it's twit rather longer, long yeah it's very lengthy but the thing that said links to the twit longer says personal statement my view on Blizzard's decision and my future planning and then the link to what I gave you guys yeah uh yeah basically he so a lot of the stuff that the four of us talked about earlier where uh second part of the suspension blizzard has changed their suspension on me from a year to six months i appreciate their consideration in this to be honest i think six months is still quite a lot to me and this was the position all four of us basically took that six a year was way too long yeah. for mm -hmm. uh this this the suspension to happen um i was saying basically ban him for the remainder of the season or ban him for the remainder of the season and the following season and then allow him to compete again. So about a month and a half to half a month. I was so just going to say, and I, I was going to ask because I couldn't remember what you said, how long a season was, but yeah. It's about a month, give or take. A little yeah, bit more. So current season and plus one season, I, yeah, I can get that. But so six months is essentially five seasons? 
give or take. Half? Yeah. Okay. Four or five seasons, something like that. I don't know the exact time frames. Uh, I know it's roughly a month long. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I honestly think six months is too much of a ban. So Blitzstrong was banned for a year and had all of his prize money from that current season strip, which was, like I said, about $3,000 US, roughly. Um, I spoke very passionately with you all about the fact that I don't believe that he deserved a ban that long because I think that a ban that long is, I think that's far too punitive. I think that's way too much of a step in a punitive direction for that, especially for something as relatively innocuous as a call to free Hong Kong. Though I do understand the angle blizzard came from, and I understand that they had to, uh, they have to protect their business interests and, that's part of what's causing some of the issue with people because they believe that Blizzard's kowtowing to China. What do you all think? Um, so I said before, I would be less inclined to think that they're kowtowing to China if the rule was applied unilaterally across the board. So either no politics and anyone who breaks this we punish or if we're not going to punish some people, then we punish nobody. Right? So the fact that they yeah. punished him and yet did not follow through with a punishment on the university kids who actually broke more rules than he did in two ways. And then so we're still going to let them continue on in their tournament if they hadn't taken themselves out of the running. That's where I have a problem, and it becomes hard to say that they're not catering to China when, if that tournament was broadcast in China, it would have had a different outcome. But because it was only broadcast in the States, because it's collegiate, well, we'll let it slide. Y'all can keep playing. Well, uh, almost all of their things are, are, are open world broadcasts, so just saying. Uh, but I, I get what you yeah. Why chum? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not going to have a, as much of a market in, in an Asian country because, oh, well, no one from our area is playing, so you're less likely to tune in, right? Or understand the language. Uh, the problem is that you're talking Hearthstone, which has very concrete, easy to, easy to understand yeah. rules. So I watch international games a lot myself because I understand the interactions and I understand the lines that the players are doing. I would always go back and watch international heroes games because it's easy to see what's actually going on if you know the game. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I don't have to understand that the commenters are talking about uh, him, cur him having a perfect curve on his opening hand, and you know, drawing uh, Zephyrus on turn three that he can drop and has a gives him a chance for a big swing. I because I can see what he's doing, and I understand. Yeah, I understand what the I understand enough about the game that I can watch him and I can go, okay, so he's got a really good line here, and I see, I know what this card does, I know what that card does. So uh, with games like Hearthstone and even games like counter-strike and things like that i can just watch the game because i generally know the line that somebody is taking because i'm i i know enough inside baseball to know what's going on and a lot of hearthstone players if you're the kind of person that watches tournaments and things like that you generally know what you're doing you generally know what the cards do so you don't really need to know what's being said to understand the game yeah okay 
Um, same goes for Magic the Gathering, but that's much harder for me I sometimes. Mean, there's a I lot mean, of cards with a lot of text. We've since established that when you start talking Hearthstone, I start taking a nap, so clearly yeah. I'm not one of these people. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's also like watching baseball. Like, I can watch Korean baseball all day long. I, I, I'm a baseball kind of guy. I can watch Korean baseball games. Some of them aren't, a lot of them aren't broadcast in English. I'm think you hate yourself. Why? Hearthstone, baseball. These are all very <laughs> boring things. Ah, baseball's exciting as shit. I'm but gonna agree with them on this. I actually enjoy baseball. It's fun. I'm not gonna, I'm I've not gonna... never seen a good wow. fight in baseball. There's always blood in hockey. Okay. The reason what so one of the reasons I like Korean baseball is uh because it's a much showier game. Uh you don't have like the crazy power that you have in the US side of the game, but Koreans are much more flamboyant uh in the game. Uh, in the game and in the stands. Uh, it's absolutely oh, really? fantastic. How did we now get on to Korean baseball? Now I want to see a Korean baseball game. Because so, we have tangents, Kevin. This is not new information. Tangents. In, in, in the U.S., bat flipping is considered an insult to the opposing team and the pitcher and the whoever's in the stadium. It's considered an insult. It's a, it's a disrespect to the game. In Korea, they compete to see who has the best bat flips. <laughs> yes! Really? Okay, I've got to see this. This sounds phenomenal. I, I will pull up a compilation of Korean bat flips for you. Um, yes, but please. I think that, like, I know enough inside baseball to know how the game is played uh, when I'm watching Hearthstone. So mm -hmm. uh, it's the same for a lot of other people who are watching tournaments. So we don't need to understand what's going on. I, I watch Grandmasters from Asia uh, and Europe quite often. Uh, thankfully, the European ones are usually casted in English as well, are usually cast in English at the same time uh, with a simulcast, but the Asian ones typically aren't. But I, I, I just watch them. I don't need to understand the language that I know that white means fucked because she got caught by five people. Yeah. So I, I think you're, I, I, I'm not like, uh, this isn't me like pushing at you or anything, but I think that you're underestimating how widely these kind of things are watched and viewed outside of their home markets okay but that even in that case you're actually even making my argument stronger because then it either needs to be applied unilaterally across the board either don't break the rule and this is the punishment or do break the rule and we ignore it for everybody because if if that's the case then the rules need to be applied to everyone or to no one or there's no consistency, and your rules mean shit. I agree. Well, I, I, as a point, prior to what happened with the American kids, I was 100%, this is, this is nothing to do with Blizzard being political, this is nothing to do with them bending the knee to China, but because nothing has happened to them, uh, it's not you're not making yourself look good here, Blizz. Well, and like especially with the university kids, they didn't actually just break the rule about um, no politics. They broke the rule about not saying anything against Blizzard because they called for a boycott for Blizzard on Blizzard's own channel. They broke two separate rules <laughs> and were given no punitive damages. Like, so you yeah. can't say that it's not political at this point because then it became not only is it well, yeah, it was political. But now we're also just not doing anything because, oh, PR shitstorm. Well, 
Punitive damages in that case, it's slightly different. Um, the collegiate level stuff is for scholarships. Um, and money. There's prize money too. And yeah. it's both. There's uh, it's, it's a scholarship. And, no, there's prize money and scholarships if you read the contract. It's both. Uh, check that. But yeah, no, I, I, I believe what you're saying. Um, it's, it's, it's a really thorny issue is the problem. Because they're, they're people like somebody somewhere freaked the fuck out when this happened on in the Asia Pacific region. Um, uh, uh, no, and actually for TESPA, uh, it's literally just a scholarship. TESPA winnings is a scholarship. That's a collegiate hearthstone. There's no money changing hands except for a scholarship per player. Maybe they didn't do anything because they didn't win. No, they were proceeding to the next rule. The next. They were pre- they were proceeding to the next round, but I, and I will tell you because I was actually kind of keeping an, keeping an eye on this tournament. The the America's University team was garbage. They were not good. I, I don't believe <laughs> they would have gone. I, I, no, I'm just being honest. I don't believe they would have gone much further than that uh than the next round i don't think they would have gone much further than the next round um but that doesn't mean anything because as as neth is saying it's like your rules should be applied fairly and evenly um and i'm totally behind that i think that somebody on in both cases somebody at blizzard had a freak out they were like fuck 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 um this dude just sits about trying to shit fucking suspend him one year get rid of all his money fuck him and then the shitstorm happened, and then the following week, the America's University kids started doing stuff, and they're like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! We can't go. We can't do anything because everybody's gonna freak out." Shit. But the thing is, if they actually did something, there, I don't think there would have been as big a freak out. Yep. Because then, then it would have been, been fair oh, and even. Consistent. Okay. There's consistency. But the problem. Yeah, but the problem I'm going to tell you right now is that had it not been about Hong Kong, I don't think there would have been the same level of outrage that's going on right now. No, I agree. I don't think. I don't think. I I don't think if somebody went up and said um, something offensive, uh, I, I don't think if, if somebody said something went, about Trump. No, no, no. I don't think if somebody went up there and said uh, the South shall rise again. Oh, you know what? They might have. They fucking might have. Yeah. I don't think if somebody had gone up there, there would be this many people out there defending them and writing at Blizz about them uh, banning this person for a year and taking away their winnings. No, no, I don't think there would have been as much outrage from people. I think Blizzard would have still done the same thing. I don't think it would have been as much outrage. No, and I, I think it's, I think it's this, I think, and the problem is, is that if the rules are to be applied evenly and people, I, I just, there's, there's a lot of thorny issues now, on there and it's just like, he, yeah. Here's a, here's a, here's a different question then. So, uh, something less obviously racist and terrible. Um, would it have been, um, would it have been as big an outrage if it was something gen- like general politics, just a political, uh, like, um, someone's uh, saying something negative or positive about uh, the US president or the British prime minister, would the community have outraged? 
if would the community have outraged as much if it had happened to that person? Probably not. Because I think in general, we care less about politics here. Like people have part of the problem is is I don't necessarily believe it was the community that outraged about what he said, as that it was the Chinese government who outraged about what he said. No, no, no. I'm not saying that like the Chinese people are outraged. I don't think the Chinese it's like I don't think this is not about like the Chinese people being outraged that he said it. This is about people being I'm talking about the aspect of people on the internet being outraged yeah. that he was censored. Yeah. That's because what of what he said. Yeah. But if, if it, so if it wasn't free Hong Kong, but it was something less pivotal at this moment, would it have been as a bigger shitstorm reaction from the internet? I, I, I think, so. I, I think, I think if he had been a Spanish player and he went up and said, the rock of Gibraltar belongs to Spain. Or Malta, and been like the Rock of Gibraltar belongs to Malta, and he, he got banned a, for that. Yeah, if he got banned for that, do you think it would have been as big? I think right now Hong Kong is in the public consciousness, and people are using it as a uh, that that's sort of like the uh, the. This is not to like, and I'm I. This is not to diminish the efforts of the people in Hong Kong to fight for what they believe is their freedom. I totally am behind that. People have the right to do as they wish to defend themselves in those regards. But I think it's the FOMO for the internet activists for internet activists right now. I think Hong Kong is a FOMO right now for all of these, these, some people on the internet. I don't think all of them are FOMO on it, but what's FOMO flavor of the month. month. Uh, I, I don't disagree with foam. that. Sorry, not FOMO. Foam. Uh, flavor of the month, yeah. Because FOMO is fear of missing out. Yes, thank you. Sorry. it's F-O-M. I knew what you meant because I knew you were you were going for flavor of the month. But... Yeah. Yeah. Fo- well, FOMO is fear of missing out. Yeah, but F-O-M I is don't disagree with that, though. But it's like, this is a really thorny issue, and it's hard to, like, talk about it is the problem because... <laughs> if we say something negative, like "oh, this whole thing is just flavor of the month," then it's gonna oh, we're terrible people. We're against. Uh... Well, it just it, it it's the, the what I say, you know, it might come it might come off as crass or you know defending China or uh, or putting Realist- down the protesters. So here, the thing is, realistically, when it comes to the actual protest itself, none of us have a right to make a comment on what's going on because we don't have an inside perspective. It's what they're living, and their reality is different from our reality looking at it from the outside in. So I'm not going to comment on the, uh, the aspects of the actual protest. All I'm sticking with is I think he had the right to say what he wanted to say during his time on screen. And I think that Blizzard had the right to punish him for breaking the rule for doing that. However, I think that they need to be unilateral in their punishment. Either he says this, someone says something and everyone is punished for the same with the same level. Or someone says something and no one is punished because we're not going to take sides in political debates. 
because if they want to say that they're apolitical, they're the second they start punishing people for making political statements, you're not apolitical anymore. You're taking a side, unless you're punishing both sides equally. Yeah, yeah, I can say it's fair. No, that's that's that's. I don't think any of us could have said it better. Yeah. I think it's her. And and that's my issue is that they are essentially taking a side with the Chinese government because they've punished someone who's against the Chinese government. Right? Like they're making themselves into a political entity whether they intended that or not, that's how it is looking. I think their I I apologies. I think their okay. actions I think at their core, they want to be apolitical. But the problem is, is that their actions that they took had consequences mm-hmm. that seem political in the it, when viewed from a different light. Yep. I, I'm certain somewhere there is an actuarial table somewhere on a Blizzard database, somewhere on a Blizzard server somewhere that says, this is what will happen. This are the odds of this happening. This is the odds of this happening. This is what we'll lose if this happens. What are the options? And... What he said is somewhere high on that actuarial table, so they went, fuck you. I, I just, yeah. Um, Albie actually brings up a good point. He says he doesn't think that he should have been punished. He thinks the only thing Blizzard should have done is distance himself from the statement. I think... Yeah, and I think that, yes. I, I think, I think that's, that's a very good point. I think that's a good thing to do. I think that I think that's an option they could have taken, but I don't think from a business standpoint that would have been any better because blizzard it's a official blizzard event in its official blizzard context on official blizzard channels so regardless of if you say this person's views are not representative of blizzard itself people are still going to be outraged about it someone will be outraged someone in the chinese government some some uh, a group of uh chinese uh nationalists or chinese patriots will get upset about it regardless of which direction you go in one side you have china and nationalists and patriots of china and on the other side you have people who are supporting the protesters uh in hong kong and uh other entities and it's regardless you're playing down you're tr- you're they're a corporate entity they're trying to play down the middle as best they can and it's not working and they fucked up. That's the long and the short of it. Yeah, they really did. Yep. I mean, it's the same deal. It's literally the exact same deal as uh, Kaepernick in the NFL. It's the same deal. They took a public, he, uh, Blitzchung took a public stage and used it to uh, voice his opinion. And he even says in his twit longer post, that uh he'll be more careful about well no first of all i'm grateful for blizzard for reconsidering their position about my ban earlier this week i told the media that i knew i might have penalty or consequence for my actions because i understand that my act could take the conversation away from the purpose of events in the future i will be in future i'll be more careful on that and express my opinion or show support for hong kong on personal platforms it's like I understand. At the same time, though, he used a public platform to make his statement, which is something that was important to him, which there's a long history of. There's also a long history of people using those public platforms to be punished for it. Um, 
It's just he he knew what he was getting into, but I do think still that Blizzard was far too punitive with it. I think they were they they took far too much of a I think they put far too much of a uh, punishment into it. Personally, that's just me Agreed. though. Agreed. Um, yeah, this is something like I'm certain that we could sit here and talk about for oh, hours. Oh, we can keep going hours. for hours on this. We really. But I, I I wanted to hit that point before we got back into eight point three and like got down into the weeds of some of the stuff that was coming. Like too far in. Let's talk you know about I mean? the other thing that really has LB pissed off right now. Oh, Destiny? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Destiny. That's a far Destiny. less controversial topic. A far less controversial topic, <laughs> but not to Destiny. Not to, uh, um, though. Oh, one more thing. We did forget to mention um, how what? some uh, people that are pissed off on the internet have suggested and have tried and are pushing very hard oh, and have they become a symbol for become the a symbol resistance. Uh, I'm not gonna lie because I have a I have a side of me that is shady as fuck. I kinda love it. Uh yeah, I don't think this is the most hilarious shit I've uh, had in a while. All right. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's fucking absolutely hilarious. I absolutely love it. Uh, it is the funniest goddamn thing I've seen in a while. Um, but real quick, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Destiny 2 real fast, and uh, then we can go ahead and call the show. Y'all okay with that? Yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadowkeep is fantastic. I'm absolutely Yay. loving it. Um, uh, you can tweet me if you want to play some Shadowkeep. I have a really crappy clan that i've been associated with for a while uh i would love to play some shadow keep with y'all uh if anybody wants to you don't have uh, friends i don't have friends i know we don't have listeners either um <laughs> but there are some issues with shadow keep going on currently uh especially with people who have uh who attempted to migrate their accounts from battle to steam and had some major issues with that uh like our good friend lb um lb has been attempting to transfer their account uh do the migration and their account doesn't seem to exist it's just kind of out in the ether at the moment uh it seems like it's associated with the wrong steam account or something like that i'm not quite 100 sure there which i'm still really confused by because so we had talked about the migrating the accounts and stuff like that way back when and then we did the reminder mm-hmm. that never actually got out to people because someone didn't record it properly gavril i'm looking at yep you. yeah yeah, no, you're not because you're not on video. Okay, well, I'm still looking at you. You just can't see me <laughs> looking at you. You're on video. I can see you. <laughs> you just can't see it. Now you can't see me. Okay. Um. So I don't get why it's not working for some people because when we first mentioned doing the migration, I migrated the teens account. And I asked him when this whole thing started coming up about people not being able to access it and the whole bullshit about you've got to make a second Steam account and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, have you been on it since it went to Steam? And he's been on it and playing fine. So I don't understand why it's working okay for some people, but not others. I had mine in, I I preloaded and I played like the first day after the server instability got fixed, like the first 24 hours, I should say, rather than the first day. I had no trouble with mine. I, I migrated mine almost immediately when it became available. Yeah, same. I've had no issues at the moment. Me either. Poor LB. I do genuinely feel really bad for him because he was really, really excited. 
Yeah, and I really wanted to play some Destiny 2 with LB, so I was very sad about that. Um, so this is an ongoing issue, and Bungie support hasn't been very helpful. Is that right? I've heard Bungie support has been, like, the complete opposite of helpful. Yeah. Like, like yeah. viciously not helpful. Yeah, and, and that's... The the news that LB is referring to that came out most recently is that the latest is that you should actually create a new Steam account, and that's their fix for this. Yeah, and Which... what a lot of people are saying, and I agree, is why the fuck would I create a second Steam account when all of my games are on my Steam account already? Yep. Why would you want to make a second Steam account that now has access to nothing? Like, that's such a bullshit answer. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's, and, and there are some cases where, you know, I'm an eight year veteran of steam, I think eight, nine years of veteran of steam. Um, I don't want to get rid of my account. I've, 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 I don't talk to people on steam. I'm mostly offline, but I don't want to get rid of my account. Why the fuck would mm -hmm. I want to do that? <clears throat> Even if they could like, like migrate my library, I wouldn't want that. Yeah. LB adds that, you know, the majority of people haven't had problems, but they're, not trying to help or fix the ones that are, believe, which you know, words were sweep under the rug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were. And I feel bad for those people who can't get their accounts migrated because you know the thing that LB is most concerned about is losing the losing things that you can't get anymore in the game that are associated with his account. And yeah, we did a bunch. We played a bunch. We got a bunch of stuff that you can't get anymore. And if you created a new account from scratch you're not going to have any of that stuff and no one is going to create a second steam account just for destiny no. i'm sorry no people aren't going to create a second account what they're going to end up doing is start asking for refunds because if i've paid oh for no star they already are oh yeah, yeah exactly. they've been asking for but, refunds for a while but, now but, yeah and it's a valid reason i if i've paid for a license and i can no longer access this because of the issues that you're having and you don't have a viable fix for me, then I'm entitled to But the problem is that's a viable fix. That's a viable fix, though, is make a new Steam account. That is... It, it, Devil's is Advocate, really that's a viable... Though? That's a viable fix. When, yeah, whether you, whether you like it or not, it is yeah. a viable fix. It's something that you can it's, then get onto the file and play. It, so it, it's the same argument yeah. I would have with people that say, I don't want another launcher. My problems with Epic go beyond having another launcher installed on my computer. Um, so I don't use like, oh, it's another launcher as an excuse to not, you know, use play Epic games or buy things from the Epic store. Um, it's like it's a viable option. It's not optimal. God, no, I wouldn't do that. Uh, God knows I wouldn't. This, this is new news. I just was looking on the latest forums for Bungie. And as of 11 hours ago, someone posted the fact that there is now a ticket system for this particular issue. So if you. You know, if you've been told previously that Bungie um, told you to create a new Steam account, there is a topic that we can link to in the show notes um, so that you can fill that out and hopefully get help with your issue. So uh, It does say that please note that this form was designed to gather information about PC move issues and that each ticket may not receive personalized a personalized response. Well, hopefully they can find a trend and fix the issue. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I would love to play some uh, Destiny with the LB. In fairness, if everyone who's having an issue gives all their information onto that ticket system, they, they should be able to find a trend, find out what the hell is what's going on, and fix it. That's a possibility, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because there's got to be some commonality for the people that are having the issue versus people that right. migrated successfully. Because what, like, I followed the same Further, path yeah. LB would have followed. So what's the difference? Like, like LB, did you do it very last minute or something? Like, I, and I'm legitimately asking. I'm wondering if maybe it felt like, you know, people who migrated in like the last 12 hours or like something weird. Yeah, I mean, that's something I'd like to sit down and talk a little bit more about LB with. Um, LB is pretty tech savvy, so I'm pretty oh, certain. Okay, yeah, uh, no, see, LB said he did it like a month ago. Which about the same time. I which would have been same time around, all of us did. Yeah, around the same time that I would have migrated the team who's been able to get on and play successfully. So. Hmm. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, bring a little bit of light to... um bring a little bit of light to LB's issue that he's going through. So if anybody might have any information for him, we'd love to hear from it. Uh, you can tell us to a, tell it to us on our discord or send it to us on Twitter. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, if you know anything or find LB on, on our discord or find LB on the discord, he's almost always there. LB needs your help. Are you a Hashtag bad enough save dude? LB. Are you a bad enough dude to save LB's destiny to account? Hashtag save LB. Why is it gotta be a dude? Dude is a gender neutral pronoun, folks. I know. Are you a kick ass wench that can save LB? I ain't gonna say anything because I can say something <laughs> probably that'll end up being offensive. So I, I won't say anything. I mean, clearly, I'm not offended by use of the term wench. It's literally in my name. Um, I was gonna say, are you a bad enough cunt? Yeah, okay, nice. that's, that's probably borderline. Yeah. Not in the UK, it ain't. Not in the UK. <laughs> not in the UK, probably not in Australia, but... Everywhere that's not the US, yeah. it's okay. Or North America, I should say. And yeah, with North that... America, that one wouldn't go over well in Canada either. And with that... Dot, dot, with dot. that... Uh, so does anybody have any final thoughts for the show real quick before we get into Don't Do That and the outro? I'm hungry. <laughs> I also so agree. Do remember to eat before the show. <laughs> I okay. had lunch. We started. We start at four. Which started dinner time? Like, how often do you need to eat? Always. He's missing uh, second, a day. second dinner. First what do they dinner. Call it? What's the Hobbit thing? First onesies and twosies and. Eleven Z's. Eleven Z's. Eleven Z's. Um, they have seven meals a day. I can't remember all the names. Fucking hobbits, Chris. You might be a hobbit. Um, uh, I think he's a bit too tall to be a hobbit. Okay, my don't do that isn't gaming related though. Go ahead. Okay, my don't do that is if you're not feeling well, don't put off going to the doctor for six months like certain people who are talking and shall remain nameless. I do that all wow. the time. Yeah, go to the doctor. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck that noise. Fuck doctors. It's all a goddamn communist conspiracy. If you feel wrong, listen to your body, go to the doctor, so mm -hmm. you don't spend six months being sick constantly. Just listen saying. to your heart. Mm -hmm. um, don't. My, my, my don't do that is don't let your parents buy shady tech support and then put fucking spyware and bugs into their PCs. And then have to reinstall their PC from scratch because Aww. they did that. Did they have like a team viewer thing? Oh, 
I have a don't do that specifically for Kevin. Mm -hmm. Don't traumatize your co-host talking about your erection. <laughs> um, my do that is do that, Kevin, because we need more B-roll. <laughs> don't go to some waterfalls. Uh, <laughs> don't you forget about... I've done that joke a thousand times, so... Um, I think that's going to be it for the show, folks. How does that sound? Oh, yeah. oh, I have one more. Don't do that. Okay. Oh, Christ mighty. Don't forget to download the fucking show. Yeah. You're the one that's going to Gabriel. I, do, do I look like I get, do I look like I give two flying fucks? I don't. No shame. Hashtag. No filter. I'm sure Neth appreciated her time wasted. Oh, yeah. Ago. Conversation. I don't care. I'm not that. I just, it's, you know, fun to bug him about it, but I'm not that fast. But it, it doesn't bug me because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. And that is going to be our show for this week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat. That's with the K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag. I, of course, am at Gavril. That's two I's, one L underscore ET. Neth over there is at Neth Winch. Send us emails to feedback at azarostctc.com. We love to hear from you. Join us live on Saturdays when we record and stream the show most of the time every other Saturday on twitch.tv slash Akari underscore Mag, the same thing as his Twitter handle. For links to today's show, you can visit the website at www.azarostctc.com. Reviews, shoot us the reviews, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, however it is that you may get your wonderful, wonderful podcast delivered to you. Say happy Thanksgiving, Canada. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Canada. That's the 14th.